I've worked with a woman who lost both of her parents within two weeks of each other. Another woman I used to work with lost her mom to cancer, her father to Parkinson's, and then soon after both of her siblings to Parkinson's, all before she was 40 years old. Neither of these women are the unhappiest people I've ever known. Hi everyone, my name is Heather Gray and I'm a mindset and performance coach over at choosetohaveitall.com and welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. Today we're diving into a hard talk, the 13 habits of chronically unhappy people. I talked to you a couple of weeks ago about how happiness is a choice, and sometimes the best way to understand this and why I've come to believe it is by looking at the way the chronically unhappy people move through the world. That's what we're talking about today. It's an important discussion, and I hope you'll stay tuned. Here's the thing about happiness. It comes down to a core truth or belief. I know that there are people listening to this and people moving through the world who live with chronic depression, anxiety, and debilitating mental health symptoms that make it so hard for them to get out of bed, to move through the world, to think about anything beyond their very next breath. I understand that pain and I know that that pain has to be treated. There's another subset of the population who tell themselves that they're just as miserable and they're just as unhappy, but they're not being held captive by mental illness or anxiety or depression. They're being held captive by their own beliefs and their fear of stepping outside their comfort zones. And those are the people that I'm hoping to reach today to encourage them to maybe look at their lives a different way. Here we go. We're jumping in. So the first thing that comes to mind for me is chronically unhappy people tend to stop when life is hard. Challenges are going to happen. Things get in the way. We lose jobs. We, you know, we have a water heater break on the same week that the roof collapsed. Like really tough things happen. And we get to feel those things and experience those things and mourn those things. And not acknowledging the pain and not acknowledging the suffering that something has caused us is just as debilitating as skip, you know, as, as miring in it and wrapping ourselves up in it. It's always going to be a, a challenge to us to find the balance. But when we wrap ourselves in our pain, when we choose to just completely stop when life is hard, we never open up the, our ability to get to the other side of it. And chronically unhappy people consistently stop when life is hard. They don't know how much harder it's going to get. They don't know what's going to come their way next. They stop and remain frozen in action. Chronically unhappy people tend to lead with fear. They don't think about the optimism. They don't think about the possibilities of what's next or what they can accomplish. They think about all of the what ifs. What if I try my best and it doesn't work out? What if I invest this money and I don't get the return on my investment? What if I have that hard conversation and the door is slammed in my face? They live with the what ifs and they live accordingly as if every single what if could actually happen and would come true. So they never try anything new. They never step outside their comfort zones, and they remain in that stuck, unhappy place. 
chronically unhappy people tend to leave their emotional baggage unpacked. Um, when life happens, it gets messy. It affects us. We cry, we rant, we rail, we go to social media, we tell people our woes, we have one conversation, then we have another conversation. You know, uh, we do all kinds of things and we have all kinds of reactions. But at some point in time, if you're choosing to be a happy person moving through the world, you're going to pick yourself up you're going to pack up all those emotions and you're going to get on with the rest of your day, the rest of your week, the rest of your life. Chronically unhappy people leave their emotional baggage unpacked. It's all around them so they're consistently reminded of every pain point they've experienced, every challenge that's come their way, and any time life has done them wrong. Chronically unhappy people constantly look for the ways that life sucks. They think it's protecting them from vulnerability. If they can see the risk happening, if they can see the fallout that's coming their way, they're saving themselves the aggravation, the pain, the unease that comes with not knowing what's happening next. So they look for the bad news. They look for the times when other people got screwed over. The way I understand it and the way I explain it to people is like the people on the highway who are always noticing every single person who cuts them off and who's always who are always racing to the destination, even if they're simply going out to dinner, because they're looking for the opportunities that life has to screw them over. They're expecting the bad thing to happen to them. They're expecting to come in last, and they're looking for the people who are going to do them wrong, the way life is going to harm them, and they're putting this protective shield on themselves because they believe they're going to get prepared for whatever happens next, that they're going to be ahead of the, like, get ahead of the pack, that they'll be in charge of their life. But when in reality, they're not moving and they're not tuning into the good. They're not looking and zooming out their lens to see the full picture, to not only see the times when life is hard and the storms have come and the rains have pattered on, but also when the sun has come out and something has gone their way, when they were 10 minutes late and the world didn't end, when they bounced a check and somebody was forgiving about it, or somebody offered them their spot in line. They're not tuning in and noticing and seeing the times when life has gone in their favor. They're crafting a story about themselves, about life, and about their own lives where they're only seeing the negative. And that's how they stay in that chronically unhappy place. They think they're preparing themselves, but what they're do doing in actuality is costing themselves their own happiness. Chronically unhappy people don't really allow themselves fun. It kind of goes against the grain. They can't tell themselves they're miserable and tell other people all the reasons why they can't go on vacation this year, why they can't take a free afternoon to go for a walk in the early fall, all of the things that they can't do. They limit their possibilities to themselves. Again, I think to protect themselves from vulnerability. Sometimes it's to add to their own strife and their own victim mentality, but they come up with consistent and constant reasons for why it's not their turn to just be able to take a break, to relax, to have a good time. Chronically unhappy people are kind of known for that phrase, oh, it must be nice. And to that, I always like to say, well, everybody has choices. Chronically unhappy people like to skip the hard talks. They 
don't want to find out what's coming next. So when they notice tension in a relationship, when they see that somebody's become silent and withdrawn, when they notice that somebody isn't acting the way they normally do, rather than saying, hey, what's going on? They're so afraid to hear that the problem is them, that they've done something wrong, that they're about to get piled on, that they don't ask, and they just distance themselves, and they do damage to the relationship by creating stories and building avoidance and acknowledge and refusing to acknowledge shifts and changes with the people that they care about. They're so, again, sense the theme here, right? They're so afraid of what's going to happen if it gets worse by talking it out loud, if they're going to find out something that they can't possibly handle, that they stay silent and they just hope it quietly goes under, out of the way and under the rug. And we know this about hard talks. They never go under the rug. But chronically unhappy people would rather stay in that place of fear of the unknown than take a chance and ask out loud, hey, what's up? Something feels different here. Let's chat. They don't engage in the relationship. They withdraw from the relationships. They experience loneliness and they remain stuck. Still with me? It's kind of been a big list. Chronically unhappy people are known for staying miserable in jobs. They, something that takes up 50% of our time, usually more, they're miserable in and they refuse to change. They tell you about the job they didn't go after, how they're always hiring young guns these days. They want the like newbies just out of college or how they're, you know, it's a, it's a new tech world out there and they don't really want people. If you've talked to somebody who's miserable in their job and has been miserable in their job for over a year without making a shift, you will see that they don't own the change process. They don't see the opportunities to change things in the culture or in the job description that they don't like that are making them unhappy, and they refuse to own that they can get out. They stay chronically unhappy in something that takes up half of their lives, and so of course they remain unhappy in the rest of their lives. Next, we come up to electronics. Chronically unhappy people numb out to their electronics. Now, I know it's hard for a lot of us to unplug, and I know specifically for myself, I run an online business these days. It can be really hard to unplug when I feel so, like, connected and necessary to be, you know, tied in and dialed into the online space. But when chronically unhappy people choose electronics, they're doing it to numb out so that they don't have to deal with the world around them. They don't have to tune in and take care of their relationships. They don't have a responsibility to the outside world. They use it to not feel and to not deal. And we're all a little bit guilty of that from time to time. We'll all pick up the phone instead of having the conversation. Obviously, like this isn't like a unique thing to chronically unhappy people, but chronically unhappy people make it their daily habit. 
and they make it the way they move through the world where electronics come first and everything else comes second because they don't want to deal with what's in front of them. That's the habit that they need to break in order to see a shift in their own behavior and their own way of moving through the world. Chronically unhappy people tend to find other chronically unhappy people, like finds like, right? And chronically unhappy people allow toxic people to stay in their environment. So if they're complainers, they welcome all the other chronic complainers into their space, and then they all look and they complain together, and they create more and more negative energy. When people are sapping them of their time, disrespecting their boundaries, they become a victim to the behavior, telling themselves there's nothing they can do about it, so it'll only get worse if they say something, so they do nothing. And toxicity spreads. And when you allow toxic people into your environment, you're welcoming in unhappiness and you're leaving out the possibility for something to come next. Chronically unhappy people tend to ignore their health. Have you sensed the pattern here? They're so afraid of what's coming next. They're so afraid of finding out bad news. They're so afraid of being told they might have to change, take responsibility, change a new habit, so they don't take care of themselves. It's easier to go into denial than face problems head on, but then their physical health, along with their emotional health, starts to be deeply impacted and affects their ability to move through the world in any other way than with the victim mentality. Chronically unhappy people put themselves at the bottom of the list, even though in the way they're moving through the world, they're telling themselves that they're putting themselves first. They don't take care of themselves. They dig themselves a deeper hole and they refuse to get out. Now, I'm about to wrap up the list and this is a big one. So I want you to stay tuned and I want to leave a whole segment for it. I'll be right back. Chronically unhappy people fail to acknowledge where they can create the change in their own lives. Anything can happen to us, guys. I just, we can lose our jobs. Things go wrong on a daily basis. Loved ones get sick. We can try our best and our best won't work out. We can like put our best foot forward and have it just like stepped on and stomped on. My husband had just gotten accepted to medical school when he got hit by a bus, literally hit by a bus and suffered a spinal cord injury. Things happen that are not in our control. What we can control is what we do in response to that. How we move through the world, who we become in response to what life hands us is the part that's entirely in our control. Happiness really is a choice, but it's a daily choice and we have to take it consistently and we have to choose it regularly. Otherwise, life is going to run us over. It just is non-negotiable. We have to show up. We have to choose daily consistent action that gets us closer to the life we want. Otherwise, we're building these dangerous, dangerous habits that lead us to being chronically unhappy. 
I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. I hope it's given you something to think about. I hope it's challenged you. If someone in your life needs to hear it, I certainly hope you share it. And if you liked it, please do take a moment to go over to iTunes or to your local podcast um, app and leave a review and let me know what you think. I'd love to know and I'd love to hear your thoughts. And if you have a question that you would like me featured on the show next week, you can reach me over at Heather at choosetohaveitall.com or join me over on my Facebook group, also called Choose to Have It All, and I can find you there. Thanks so much, guys. I hope you have a good day, and I'll talk to you soon.